Well, since the COVID-19 pandemic began, biotech companies have been hard at work for a vaccine. Johnson & Johnson joined several other phase three studies this week. We want to bring in a few of these panelists to talk about these names. So these are the names we should be watching, right? Should we get into them now? Do we need a vaccine approved first before we buy in them or maybe get in there now? Nick Colas is with us, co-founder, Datatrek Research. And Steve Kalajian is with us, chief market strategist of Ticker Talker. Great to see you both. Nick, I'll start with you. I mean, when we talk about the COVID-19 vaccine, we know we have some advanced studies, Moderna, Novavax, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson. These have all been names that have been hard at work. Nick, what are your thoughts on these names, investable or not? Look, they're certainly investable because in many cases, J&J &J and Pfizer in particular, we're talking about very large diversified healthcare companies. And the first point I would make is that the COVID crisis hit healthcare really hard, just like it in some ways hit retail and a lot of the consumer economy really hard because people didn't feel comfortable going to doctors or hospitals and a lot of elective procedures got put off. So the first point I'd make is, and the entire healthcare space is basically a COVID play right now because we need a vaccine to get life back to normal. In terms of what names to play, you know, J&J &J is the one we would look at. It doesn't, it isn't as far along as Pfizer, but it does seem to have a better application with one dose and no need for, for, uh, for freezing the virus vaccine. So on a short-term basis for looking for a play, that's the one we look at. Yeah, that, that's actually been a big part of it, right? Whether you have a dose and then a second one following, right? A follow-up booster, um, freezing the, the vaccines has been um, something that we've talked about. So Steve, what are your thoughts when we look at this group? Do you like them regardless of the vaccines or are you very particular about what you'd probably buy into here? Well, I agree. I think Johnson Johnson could be the four, the one I would be looking at. Um, and I'm probably looking for a little bit more of a pullback on it before entering some um, long positions. But again, this is a, you know, a crapshoot. You have so many firms in the uh, phase three trial here, even though Johnson & Johnson, you know, is really pushing along here ahead here. The president on Monday said that uh, Pfizer could be the first U.S. approved uh, company to produce uh, COVID-19 uh, vaccine. So it, this is really like very speculative here. But if I was someone that I like looking at a company, I think it would be Johnson & Johnson. Again, very speculative here. And again, we don't even know how these um, vaccines are going to play out if, you know, once they're implemented and if they're going to have any real significant effects too. So this is really, really high, very high speculative here for me. Right. What about Pfizer, Nick? Um, it's obviously been partnering with BioNTech doing this and moving its phase three trials along. It's been in the race. It's certainly been in the battle very clearly. Um, folks have come out and actually picked Pfizer as the best of the bunch. Do you like this one, regardless if it has success with the COVID vaccine, Nick? Yeah, it's a great question, and I would add Bill Gates to the list of people that think Pfizer will be the first one to come out with a, a useful vaccine. Pfizer probably has a pretty good story here. The problem is more the stock. You've got a spinoff coming later in the year of some of their assets to combine with Myelin to create a new company. And there's some worry among dividend-oriented investors that you're going to see a dividend, a net dividend cut from Pfizer and the combined NUCO that won't give you the same about 4.2% yield that you get on Pfizer right now. So this is a 
stock that people tend to own for the dividend, very stable dividend, obviously. But that could see some change this year. And that's why the stock hasn't been trading as well as, for example, a J&J lately. I think there's some concern about that transaction, totally independent of the, of the virus vaccine question. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, in the middle, they're in the middle of spinning off its Upjohn unit. And that unit in particular, right, to, to go with Mylan, um, that transaction should be completed by the end of the year. And you make a good point because Upjohn sales plunge in part due to the competitive pressure for the, for the pain medicine Lyrica. And people like Pfizer because of the dividend. And if they're going to have a dividend cut, maybe, we don't know. That, that would spook investors to a certain extent. Steve, another name that you were watching closely, it's had some volatility and some really great days, no doubt, and that's Moderna. Tell me about your thoughts on Moderna. You think that one's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, the stock is definitely a, a very high volatile stock compared to a Johnson & Johnson and a Pfizer that like moves like a glacier. So it really, if you see the high was, I think it was 96, then it dropped to 55, and it went from 55 up to 68. So the volatility is there, and just any any doubt in any capacity, you'll see the stock drop, you know, 15 to 20, 25 dollars. And any hope of any type of, you know, vaccine in the process or any bullish type of tone, you'll see the stock run 20, 30 points. So again, it's very volatile compared to the rest of the names. It's a name probably that if it you know, if it dropped below, you know, 55 again, I'd be looking to accumulate it. I mean, the stock has run up, you know, significant in the last year. And again, hitting that high of 96 and change and then dropping down to the, you know, you know, almost $41 it dropped off the high. So it's a name that, you know, for a lot of investors, it's um, kind of gutsy, kind of in a way. But if I was leaning, I again, I would be leaning more towards the Johnson and Johnson and the Pfizer route. And I don't think Pfizer would cut their dividend mm. once the merger is complete in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, we've had some news about companies reinstating dividends and buybacks this week. So um, things seem to be going in the right direction when it comes to that. Nick, another thing you uh, brought up was trying to do it through something like the XLV, trying to take something a little more broad-based and not guess which of the ones would be the winner? You know, if you know, if I were looking at this trade, I would probably look at it two ways. The first is on a single name basis. Like I said, we talked about J and J. Moderna is interesting because the way they're approaching this vaccine is basically an approach that's never been used before, never been validated before. So if they do get a vaccine in place, it actually speaks well of their whole portfolio and whole process. So there's your basic trade and your spec trade. I personally would probably look more at XLV or even a PSCH, the small cap healthcare space, or even the Russell, which has the biggest weighting of any major index in healthcare, something like 21, 22%. Any of those things, healthcare has just been under so much pressure. And I think the, a, vi a vaccine is going to help it more than people realize. I personally like the more general trade, but I totally respect the idea of going for a single stock like J&J &J or Moderna. Right. And Steve, I know you mentioned all kinds of great names that we were watching, including GlaxoSmithKline and Sanofi is another name. Um, what's your final takeaway here, Steve? Would you get if, if a vaccine is approved and announced, do you get in afterwards? Do you short these names? What's the takeaway? What do we really need to know? 
Well, I, don't, I wouldn't short them. I think, uh, you know, the FDA is uh, on track to fast track any any firm that shows any positive results to really um, get ahead of the, the, the fall here and, and the winter, you know, flu and um, months coming up here. So I think that for me, it'd be, you know, I, I like the, the XL, uh, XLVs as well. Um, I think the Russell is a, a good way to play it as well, but individual names, I think if any any of the two, I think it would be the Pfizer, Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson. I think that they are pretty much uh, ahead of the curve here, and those are the names I would most likely focus on going forward. Right. Yeah, we have to watch all of these: Moderna, Sanofi, Glaxo, Pfizer, J and J, just to name a few um, in the race. And the truth of the matter is that. Uh, we hope any one of them can get exactly what we need. And Dr. Fauci said that by November, December, we really should know if we have a successful working product. Uh, it won't be distributed at that time, but at least we'll have a much broader picture and understanding. It's great to see you both. Thank you so much. Nick Colas, co-founder, DataTrek Research, and Steve Kalajian, chief market strategist, ticker talker. Great conversation, gentlemen. Thank you very, very much.